Do you like to be the first name of your sex tape? Well, if you like to be the first to listen to podcasts, you might want to check out our Patreon because now we're offering a brand new membership tier called Name of Your Sex Tape. I couldn't help it, guys. I'm sorry. For five pounds a month, you'll get an ad-free version of our weekly episode on a Tuesday, a full day earlier than its usual release. So you can be the very first to talk about how funny our guest was, how quickly you cracked the case, or how badly I answered a question. Plus, you'll get all the benefits of our regular tier, including our live Zoom records, a special shout out on the podcast, and if you really like to hear us talk, we've got an entire back catalog of extra content. Check it out on patreon.com forward slash drunk women solving crime. Name of your sex tape. Name of your sex tape. Name of your sex tape. Fancy coming along to see Drunk Women Solving Crime live? Ooh, yes please. Why not join us for our monthly London residency at the marvellous Museum of Comedy? We've got monthly shows through to June. Plus, every show is a double header, so you get to see us record not one, but two episodes with two fantastic guests. You can find tickets on our website, drunkwomensolvingcrime.com. Shows are selling out fast, so be quick. Noise. Noise. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. which is so <laughs> sorry <laughs> Wales <laughs> no it's great to be in Edinburgh we love it um, <laughs> if I can't play the dumb American what can I do play the play. dumb American <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm just playing uh, guys welcome to Drunk Women Solving Crime um, I would like to ask a question who listens to the podcast <laughs> Okay, I felt like it was this crazy section. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. And give us a cheer if you have never listened to the podcast. Don't know that it's going. Okay, a little bit more trepidatious. I'm not, I'm not sure I want to join this cult just yet. 
Um, no, thank you for coming along. All are welcome. I'll tell you a little bit about what we do just so you can kind of understand the format. Because I assume if you don't listen to us, then you don't know what a podcast is. Um, so we're going to have to get a PowerPoint. No. Let me introduce us and then I'll tell us, tell them a little bit about what we do. Your hair is so good tonight, Hannah. This is Hannah George. Hi, everybody. Hi. Is- no, you're right not to cheer. You don't know me yet. I could be shit. So it's uh, it's exciting. I too was at the beach. I do not. This isn't sunburn. I've just been pre-drinking. So um, I'm a bit of the booze rouge, I call it. And um, you're very welcome. It's hard to tell. And we've got Katie Wilkins. Hello. Yay! Yay! Thank you very much. <laughs> I, um... I feel a bit offended now. It's okay. It's fine. <laughs> I've been having um, a bit of drama. Some of my um, Edinburgh housemates, are, they're just a bit emotionally um, immature. They're my children! It's <laughs> fine, it's fine. It was, it was a pullback and reveal gag. <laughs> I don't know how you're juggling it, because I just have to FaceTime mine. I've got a little girl, but she's back home, and I just... God, have you ever FaceTimed a child? It's, it's like talking to your friend in college on drugs. Like it's, exa- it's just erratic and weird. Like, how are you? And before you've even... Oh, how are you? I've God, we got pizza. Daddy and I, Daddy got pizza also. And on and, and Daddy and Daddy and Daddy. And they just get stuck on Daddy and Daddy. And I just hang up. I just send, <laughs> I just send the call. Thank you for coming along. We've recently celebrated our 200th episode as a podcast so it's really fun to be back up here in Edinburgh yes I know where we actually are Um, and it's at this point in the run like we've had six shows I think or we're on our sixth show and it becomes less a podcast and more a scientific experiment to test (laughs) the effects of daily drinking on three very anxious women (laughs) it's diarrhea it's diarrhea Um, if anyone was wondering the results the results results are are in in. there's a man in the front row with a very fixed grin there what have, what have I come to? What have I brought my well, dad to? It might not be his dad, actually. Is it? No. Oh, no. He's just gone. Oh! No. Oh, no. You're also very young. Uh, yeah, no. You're quite right. Oh, Hannah. The I know. Out. I'm so, are you together? I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh, what a start. Look. Thank you. <laughs> oh, come on. You can role play the shit out of that later. It'll be fine. <laughs> Right. Oh, who <laughs> says you haven't? I'm so sorry. You look very young. You're both gorgeous. And um... the lights are very bright. To be so fair, to the light is very different on you and it's making your hair look gray. That's all. No, no, no. Your forehead. What forehead? Gray. What forehead? <laughs> oh, what a start. The oh. funny part is you married an older man, but you can't identify one in the wild. <laughs> I can just. <laughs> Oh dear, oh dear. Shall we bring out our guest? I think yes, we should. Uh, she's a comedian. She's very funny. She is one half of her own fantastic true crime podcast, which is called All Killa No Filla. Please welcome Rachel <gasps> Herburn! <laughs> Rachel! Hey. Hi, Rachel. Thank you, thank you. Uh, I was wondering then, I mean, if anyone listens to my podcast, I was thinking, I bet they're thinking she's one half, but I was thinking, I bet who's thinking, oh, I hope it's Kiri. (laughs) And then I came out and they went, no. (laughs) They were gasping. There were audible gasps, so I think think you're great. (laughs) Rachel, how are you? I'm very well, thank you. Good, good. Yeah. Well, as you know, we always kick off the podcast with this question. We ask our guest, have you ever been the victim of a crime? 
Yes. Okay. Twice in one day. <gasps> now, <laughs> so the day started with my wheelie bin being stolen oh. when I lived in Manchester. Now, you would think if your bin is stolen that, you know, they bring you one back. No, they don't. Uh, <laughs> you have to get a crime reference number uh, oh and you have to pay wow. £50 pounds despite being a victim of no a crime. Right. Yeah, so... God damn it. Thank you, Manchester City Council. Uh, then, wow. on this very day, the same day, I was at, went to work, because uh, I used to work in a rare books library, I know, with my accent, amazing. <laughs> and I went to work, and two men came in, because it it's open to the public, two men came in, and they were sort of a bit laddy, you know, I was going, I was thinking, oh, this is nice. We're, you know, branching out. The clientele isn't just academics anymore. Um, good to see you, lads. What are you into? Is it, Dan- is it Dante? Is it, you know, is it religious material? No. Uh, they managed to go into the um, staff room, which was the back of, of the reception area that I was on, and they uh, they managed to get into my handbag and steal my purse. Oh, no. So, oh. and do you know what I knew? I knew something was going on, right? Yeah. Because he walked out and he went, see you, love. Oh, <laughs> no. And I thought, what have they been up to? <laughs> right? Oh, they also stole my phone as well. That's the other thing. It was my purse and my phone. Oh, no. So I've got no bin. I've got no purse. <laughs> I've got no phone. This is the worst day ever. Um, no. so, so that that was one day. And I, the police came because it was classed as a burglary because it was on a works premises. Uh-huh. Oh. The police came, to, and then the police came to my house that evening. Not about the bin, my stress, <laughs> just about the purse. And they, um, they, they were very, very young policemen, very young, and I felt so old. And just um, like you, sir, <laughs> <laughs> for context. Yeah. Thank you, thank you. Yes. Any opportunity, no, sorry, yeah. Rachel. No, carry on. We're winning him round. Just detective asshole. <laughs> Anyway, so I had to give a statement about this purse that had been stolen. At one point, the police uh, policeman said, oh, can you describe the purse? And I said, yes, it was from Primark. <laughs> and it, uh, this is true. It was, I went, it was gold glittery. And he went, ha, ha, ha. And I said, well, I'm glad you find this funny because I don't. Right? And he was like, all right, take it a bit more seriously. Anyway. So then I managed to, you know, get a f- another phone. Mm. Don't ever get the purse back. Oh. Pay 50 quid for a bin. Which then, right, then I was accused of a crime because my bin had been taken to this entry somewhere in Moston in North Manchester. All the stuff that was in my bin had been tipped out. So I had something with my address on in the bin and I was then accused of fly tipping (laughs) and and threatened by Manchester City Council with yet more, like, with more... They were, they were like, oh, you, you know, your sus been found here. Can you explain this? I was like, oh my god, I'm the victim here. Like three times over, this is horrendous. Um, and then I had to write this groveling letter to Manchester City Council about how I would never fly tip um, with my address. With like, my yeah, with any my other address. time. And then, long story short, forgot about it all. I then got, uh, I was contacted by the police to tell me that the person who had stolen my purse had gone to prison. <gasps> And oh, wow. uh, not just for that. I mean, that was one of the things that was was used in whatever else you've yeah, been doing. Yeah. So then naturally, I I found I knew the guy's name because of, it was on the letter, and I tried to find him on Facebook to see. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't find him on there because that's a natural thing you do anyway. So was there CCTV and stuff? That yes, on... there was CCTV. Wow. And um, they met, they'd got him on that sort of uh, amazing with my purse and my phone. Yes. <gasps> do you know what wow. else he did? No, I don't know. And it was one of those things. Was like, well, I think that's why I went on 
think because yeah, I sort of there was nothing. I couldn't find anything. Right. And then, but I think I gave up very easily because basically I wanted to I wanted to get a, I wanted to get an idea of the man from his Facebook. You know, I wanted to know more <laughs> yes. about the man. Uh, and I, I just gave up after that. But yeah, he uh, he went the to man, prison. Yeah, the so, man behind yeah. the crime. Yeah. <laughs> What I love, like, as well, is, like, just a, the tiniest modicum of research. There were probably some really, really expensive books in that shop, right? Yeah. Oh, my God. So, in the library, <laughs> for example, I mean, if you really want it... I mean, you've got to be pretty... I don't think he was that smart. Uh, I mean, I don't want to make assumptions, but he looks a bit fucking thick. Um, so, <laughs> I mean, in, in that library, we in, this is how much valuable stuff we had in there. You weren't actually allowed to know, as a staff member, how much something was worth. Oh, in case, wow. In case you were uh, maybe it was just like me. I don't sound that little northern or anything. Um, <laughs> but there was we did have an uh, an academic who I was friends with told me that there was a first edition of uh, Dante's Inferno. Fucking hell! Uh, that was worth it. I think <laughs> that it was, wasn't a joke, but it turned into one, didn't it? <laughs> it, it? It was worth I think something like fifty-eight million. Or oh something my like god! That. Wow. But also, oh the, these, they also had, I mean, I shouldn't really be saying this, but fuck it, I don't work there anymore. They were, <laughs> they're a bunch of ourselves anyway. Uh, they, had, uh, they, had a, they had the first folio of Shakespeare's sonnets. There's only three, I think, in oh the world. Oh, my uh, But they had theirs stolen. Uh, oh. <laughs> years well, they before. Because they'd put it on this. <laughs> Just bloke with it. <laughs> See you, Lord. Well, you know, <laughs> they, <laughs> Do you know, honestly, this is the mad thing. They just displayed it without any thought. You know, like, they keep the air temperature, like, cigar cases. Yeah, like Tupperware, Katie. It's called Tupperware. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this came later, but this was before ah. I worked there. And uh, they were very sort of... They, they, they didn't expect the general public to come in, but they... <laughs> They didn't, and the general public did come in, uh, and they had it on this planet, not very safely, but they think it was stolen to order um, by a collector in Japan. Oh, wow. So that, that's the kind of thing that used to happen. Wowzers. Uh, not on my watch, though. Um, <laughs> just my own stuff used to get nicked when I was there. I love so. that he could have come away with, like, 33 million or 53 million pounds. He's got, like, a fucking Nokia 3310. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I won't mind. It was a Blackberry. Oh my God, even worse. Who has them? I was the only person oh, I knew with a Blackberry. I so, loved yeah. Blackberry for no good reason, yeah. but I just loved my Blackberry. Well, normally, Rachel, we ask if you had the perpetrator here, what would you say or what would you do, you know, with impunity, of course. Uh, you can pick either perpetrator. I'm assuming they're not the same person. Mm -hmm. Although, hmm. Mm. What, what would you mean? What would I say to the person? Yeah, what would you say to the person that either stole well, if it, your bin? Well, do you know what? If that was the same person that stole my bin <laughs> and my person I've, in one day, what vendetta have you got against me? Like, that, that, but what I would say is, uh, do you know what it was? You stole my belongings, but my time is more valuable. And that was yeah. hours and mm. hours out of my day. And also, there was a woman I worked with who I hated, um, <laughs> who then, because I had no money to get home, she had to lend me ten pounds, and I just felt. Oh. You know when you just feel like. Oh. Uh, you know when you're like I would rather crawl home over broken glass. <laughs> but yet here we are, and I had to thank her, and that that was you know. Oh, that's an FFAC oh. favor from yeah. a cunt. Her, yeah. <laughs> we all have to do it, and it's the worst. <laughs> it's, yeah. Oh. Thank you so... Oh, God, and I can listen to stories from the bookstore all evening, genuinely. Yeah. Welcome to my head. Oh, man, I'm going to start insuring my bins. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to get stung with a £50 
Levy. But, but you see, I'm obsessed now with, with bins. I mean, I live in London now, and I'm obsessed. Yeah. When, I, when I hear, I mean, I don't even know what the rules are in London regarding the bins. If I hear the bin man, I'm like, right, there's the bin. Run out, get it, get it back. Oh. I can't go through that again. Oh. Cannot go through it again. My favourite is when I take out like the recycling, and I just have to like shout back into house go like oh a lot of non-alcoholic beer we've been enjoying recently <laughs> as they crash into the like the bottles that sound it's sort of like a symphony though oh, i like it oh that was the sound of the pandemic it yeah. was it? <laughs> just glass we should have been clapping the binman <laughs> and the, the nature <laughs> yep. god bless you <laughs> yeah because who needs money when you can slap your fucking hands together <laughs> You're turning into America, that's all I'm saying, and I'm watching it. How dare you? <laughs> it hurts because it's true. I know. It's, it's true. Uh, we do great stuff with melted cheese, though. There's a trade-off. It swings and rounds about. Okay, are we ready for a true crime case? Thank you so much for that story, Rachel. Um, our case involves a man called Gregor McGregor. Ooh. <laughs> Any guesses where he might be from? (laughs) (laughs) It it is Scotland, right? It is Scotland. Okay. It is. It is Scotland. You can get more specific if you wish. Uh, Oh, 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 you want to play Aberdeen. Okay. Um, Edinburgh? Well, how did you pronounce it? Edinburgh. <laughs> it was funny when she did it, but you're all like, that one's too smart to say it like that. She's a bit of a genius. I thought you were saying a town that I didn't know, and I'm like, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's one of the islands. <laughs> I'm going to say Edinburgh. Edinburgh? Okay, any advance on? Glasgow. Glasgow, just to throw it in. It is Edinburgh. Ooh. Yes. Uh, a local lad. Gregor, he's a local lad. Does anybody know about Gregor <laughs> McGregor in the room? Oh. Maybe I can teach you something tonight. Uh, He was born in Edinburgh on Christmas Eve in 1786. So apologies to anyone who was personally affected (laughs) by any of the events which are to follow. Uh, Gregor McGregor, he liked to lie about his ancestry. He claimed that he was related to a famous Scottish historical figure. Who do you think that might have been? Was it Braveheart? William, William Wallace. William Wallace. That's Frank, his net. Is he? He's brave. I don't know what. No, you his name is Mel Gibson. <laughs> his name is Mel Gibson. <laughs> Braveheart's a great guess. Yeah. Frankie Boyle. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how old that guy is. Like he can be anything ooh, from ooh. thirty to seven hundred. Uh, uh, <laughs> Rabbit, Rabbit Burns. Oh. <laughs> Who I think? Who I? I Oh, I think, you know, you see the drawings, obviously they didn't have photographs of him, but, you know, you see drawings of him, I think, he was all right, him. (laughs) Looked a bit Britpop to me. (laughs) Kind of like the look of him. (laughs) Oh, oh, you write poems, dear. (laughs) Give us a kiss. Yeah, he's quite fit. In fact, I saw a tea towel with him on on the way up here before I thought, I'll get myself that. (laughs) Treat myself. I'm trying not to say something mean. 
About me? No. Oh my God. Of <laughs> or, course or not. Or Robbie Burns. <laughs> no, no, no. Just that I think Scotland is much better looking than England. I'm just throwing it out oh, there. I, I, I just I, feel like I've traveled quite a bit around here, believe it or not. And it's just like, oh, ah, mm, and then you go over the border and things just start going like. Mm, mm, mm. I, I, <laughs> just I, I actually, I, I wholeheartedly agree with you. Ooh. Yeah, I do. Wait to lose the room, Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> we, do, we do not know how many of these people are Scottish. I just, I just. The sexy that. ones, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> you, sir. <laughs> I mean, I'm married to a Welsh guy, and there are only two kinds of Welshmen. There's a really like that kind, and just sort of like everything's wrong, but we're like, oh, and then there's the hot kind. He's both, actually. Oh, God, that's weird. My dad's Welsh. I don't even want to, I don't want to choose which one of those my dad is. I already chose Rachel. He's, uh, He's hot. I'm sorry. Where I meant for this case to go. Um, okay, uh, I'm just going to tell you it was Rob Roy. Oh, Rob okay. Roy. They made a movie about that as well. I think it was called Bravish Heart. <laughs> Uh, so he was not, in fact, related to Rob Roy, but his father was a member of something called the Black Watch. Ooh. Can I just say that I don't uh-huh. think Katie knows who Rob Roy is. <laughs> and I think it would be really helpful to Katie, silly little Katie, if, um, if you could explain who Rob Roy is. Well, he was Liam, he was Liam Neeson. <laughs> and he fought against things. He fought well. He fought hard. And he had a girlfriend. <laughs> Okay. Is, yeah. there, is there a tea towel with him on? <laughs> <laughs> Might be interested then. <laughs> there should be. There should be. <laughs> Rob Roy tea towel. Um, so his father was a member of the Black Watch, which sounds very Game of Thrones. Um, that's a Highland military regiment. So he sort of came from a military background. I don't know anything about the Black Watch, but I would not fuck with anybody that said they were a member of it. Their motto is, no one provokes me with impunity. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Which I'm trying out. I'm trying that line. It's a good line. Like I when mean, the silent disco comes by. Mm. <laughs> I mean, it's I not very, it's very catchy, is it? It's not, it's, it's not very. It's not really live, laugh, love. It's not very it's just, is it? it's not like It's not snappy enough. It takes too long to say. It doesn't yeah. roll off Nobody the tongue. Me All with, right. Without impunity, is that right. it? Yeah. They'll have left you. before you've even said it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to my life. Um, in 1803, when he was just 16, he enlisted in the military. This coincided with... I'm sorry, I chose a very bubbly drink tonight. This coincided with the start of a major conflict. What, what, what major conflict was going on in 1803? Just, sorry, say that again. <laughs> he enlisted in the military when he at was 16. Six, okay, and there was a conflict going there on. There was a conflict going on in 1803. 1803, yeah. you say? In, in Scotland? Yeah. No, just around the um the europe's the the, the uh, b- was the it war the battle of waterloo no i'm just nodding we're very positive on this but yes I, you're right in your own way i like what i like about this as well is the audience has done yeah, that thing knows. where they're like they're um they're like i think it was this but i don't know if we should say it do they want us to show oh out? we got the best heckles here I'm gonna. I think there was. I think what happened that year was there was a very contentious uh, Eurovision. And, uh, I think that's, that's actually right, Katie. That's good. Do you know what? It was the Napoleonic Wars. Ah. Oh. Oh. 
I knew it was. Is that where we? This is what I mean. We oh, got our heckles are always facts. It's like ten sixty six. Curacao. Ten sixty six. Show us your tits. I can't. Can't not do the. <laughs> I knew it'd be something about a small man being angry. I knew it'd be something. <laughs> so. Yes. Uh, so then he was sent to an island to. to, to I sound like my daughter who I made fun of. That's karma. <laughs> That's karma. He was sent to an island to defend it against a possible French invasion. What mm-hmm. was the island? I mean, I've got to hope it was the Isle of Wight. Because that is, it is my, uh, my hometown. It's your homeland. Your hometown. <laughs> but I want to also say, what's the one that's like the, the Gibraltar? Uh-huh. Okay. Mm. Not an island. It's not an uh, island. Thanks very much. Thanks very much. That's a great uh, Sometimes heckle. the heckles are a bit more hurtful, actually. <laughs> it's not... It's oh. <laughs> oh. It's well, not don't even... you guys just have it all over there. Like, you know everything. You've been everywhere. Start Malta. your own podcast. I'm going to say Malta. Oh, yes. Malta. I, That's I was, an island. I was going to say Malta. I'm sorry, right. Rachel. I'm... I've, I've done but, but, two now. But yeah, yeah. I, I, I would, uh, I'll say Malta. These are great guesses. I'm, I'm going to say the Isle of Arran. Okay. <laughs> uh, the island was Guernsey. Oh. But the French never showed up. So he was never sort of the war hero type. He basically just had a holiday and he met his wife. Mm. Uh, his wife was Maria Bowater. What was it about Maria Bowater that Gregor McGregor liked so very much? It's either tits or money. <laughs> So, tits or money? I'm going to go for rich family. You know, I don't like deal or no deal, but I would watch tits or money (laughs) any fucking day of the week. That is brilliant. Tits or money? Okay. Mm, I think he really liked her surname and he wanted to go hyphen. (laughs) (laughs) I think that maybe she was a lady who had did have a proper history. Maybe she was related, for example, to Lee Evans or something. (laughs) I don't know. Like, I mean, I know Evans and Bowater are different, but there's no famous Bowaters, but maybe there is. Do you know what? You are definitely thinking along the right lines. It was money, not tits. And he was very, very interested in status. Mm -hmm. Um, So she was, yeah, very high status lady. Um, So it it gave him a bit of fake clout basically. What was the first thing you think Gregor McGregor bought with her money? Drunk women solving crime. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Okay, it's Scottish, a castle. Okay. (laughs) 
tea towel with rabbit burns on it. <laughs> it's got to be that, isn't it? It's got to be that. Yeah, and then he framed it and said, that's my uncle. <laughs> that's my uncle on the towel. <laughs> is it something as big as a castle, or are we, is it like brunch? It's actually something intangible. What? A star? What? Oh, no, is he like one of those pricks that, yeah, buys, like, the a Lord? Title. Ah. Yes, he bought himself a title. Ding, 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 he oh. bought a title. He bought the title of captain, which I didn't even, how can you do that? I hope that's not, I'm so scared of flying. I hope that's not how pilots get their license. <laughs> I bought it. What were the buttons? <laughs> so here he is, just trying to make himself seem a little better than he is. He's got this high-ranking wife. Um, he goes back to Scotland because he's he's off f- f- pretending to fight in the wars. He goes back and starts using yet another title. What title do you think he whacks onto himself? Legend. Legend. <laughs> Gregor McGregor. What was that? What was that? Single. Single. Single? Oh, so he says he's... Oh, right. Okay. He's going to be a player. Ah. Single. That's a a possibility. The thing is, there's no way of knowing because there's that thing of like, we'd be a miss and then you'd be a missus. But with men, it's like you're a mister the moment you're born. You can be married. You can marry a baby, I suppose. I don't know. (laughs) I mean, don't, but like... Yeah, there's no way. I mean, he wouldn't have to change that to be a. Um, no, no, he wouldn't. Stud. He wouldn't. Do you know what? He claimed that he had received a knighthood and he was now Sir Gregor McGregor. Oh, God. So you're getting a sense of who this guy <laughs> He's is. a liar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's a bit of a cunt. Um, I'm kind of. I kind of fancy him. <laughs> you're, 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 st- you're, you're on Gregor's side. I like older men and he's like 400 years old. <laughs> so we will, we will get into his crime very soon, but my last question is do people believe him that he had gotten this knighthood? What, has he brought the wife with him? He's brought the wife with him. And she's fancy. She's fancy. Mm -hmm. Well, they might believe him if he's got, like, she's got whatever the equivalent of a Rolex was. (laughs) (laughs) And that checks out. She looks fancy. What a fancy chastity belt you've got. (laughs) I don't believe him, though, because I sometimes think, like, people I knew at school, and they come back and they're like, I'm a doctor now. And I'm like, you used to eat Pritt stick. Like, you are not... (laughs) You're not a fucking doctor. And if you are, then yeah. So I don't think they believe him because people can't change. (laughs) They did believe him. And actually this was a real turning point because this is when he realizes it really sunk in just how easy it is to lie about big things. At this time. So, something happens in 1811, which... Sorry. No, go for it, please. the wife going along with the lies? Oh, does she not know he's doing it? She's very much in the background of all of this. Would you believe there's just not much (laughs) written about her? I don't know what she was doing. I hope she was fucking other guys. (laughs) If I'm being honest. Uh, Something happens in 1811, which forces him to get off the sofa, basically, because he's just luxuriating in her money and his fake titles. And then something happens. He's got Disney Plus. He's got Netflix. He's got Diz Plus. He's got Amazon Prime. He's got the Diz Diz. Oh. 1811, something happens and he's got a... Oh, does she have a baby? No, he's not going to step up, is he? <laughs> oh, that's so sweet that you thought, oh, I've got responsibilities now. Yeah, no, it's not that. Is it another war? Okay. Mm-hmm. That's a good guess. Hey, so he's been luxuriating. In 1811, something stops him luxuriating. Yeah. He's not doing anything. Um, And what did he say he was again? He said he was a... A sir and a captain. <laughs> a captain, sir. Sir <laughs> Captain <laughs> Gregor McGregor. Someone tells him they, they have to sail a ship. 
because he's a captain. Oh. Oh, you have to act like the title that yeah, you've got. Like, you know, like if you lie and say you're a doctor and then someone has a heart attack, you're kind of, you're, yeah. <laughs> your bluff is called. I know, and you're like, I'm a doctor of philosophy. <laughs> um, also, a lovely lady in the audience just like, I just heard this voice, just went, she died. Yes, yeah, yeah. I heard that. It was yeah, quite nice, it was quite it? Yeah. nice, wasn't it? Yeah. And that woman was correct. Oh, oh, well, well done. Well, well done. done, that woman. Yeah. Maria dies, and her family cuts him off like before she takes oh, her last breath. They're like, this prick. No, 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 no. Wow. Uh, so I he, didn't know they could do that. They I could he do just, that. I just thought you automatically get all the money. I think... <laughs> Posh people can. I think they had some rights above the average. Yeah, like I right, get it's right, the right. fam. Oh, there was probably a man involved. Let's be honest. <laughs> the father intervened. Um, so yeah, he jumps back into the military. He travels to Venezuela, and then he starts traveling through Central America, where they treat him like a prince. Mm. This really tickles Gregor's fancy. He's not just being adored. He's being adored in a tropical place. <laughs> And he's starting to cook up a huge, huge scam. But first, he needed to get some credibility to show that, yeah, I actually am a prince of this part of the world, which people, this was just starting to be, no, you know, this is a part of the world where they didn't, everybody didn't know about it. It was sort of this very much, he could tell us anything about it. So how would he establish some credibility in Central America when he comes back to Scotland? What, so he's come back to Scotland. He's about to, but he wants to show, like, oh yeah, no, they love, they love me. Oh, so I was, am the guy. What, what, does he marry the daughter of somebody who's influential there? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that's a good one. This voice in the darkness over there, whisper it. You know what? Say it lower, and I can hear it. And then he, he claims he's a god. That's a good one, isn't it? That is a good one. That is a good one. Thank you for playing. Uh, yeah, maybe he he brings home a, a little gold statue of a man, mm. and he goes, "That's me. That is." They think, <laughs> they, they think I'm a god. <laughs> That's me, that is. <laughs> oh, that's good. No, I'm thinking it's similar. I'm just thinking a crown. Is he just lit- wearing a crown? He just shows up with a crown. Just wearing a crown. These are all excellent guesses. Rachel was right. Um, yeah, I mean, he gets married again, basically. Yeah. yeah. To another woman. The irony of needing a woman to make yourself complete. Think about it. <laughs> Think about it. Uh, her name, just because I feel like saying it, was Josefa Antonia Andrea Aristagueta y Lovera, who came from a very high status family in Latin America. So this completes the image. Now, this is where the scam begins to take shape. Is anyone thinking about what the scam might be? I'm still thinking about when I said that you were his father. (laughs) The whole time, the whole time. So come to me last and we'll decide what the scam is and it's about a man who pretends a man is his father. It's it's not great. I think she just meant you look like you make great decisions and you're loving and you're, no, you're, well, like come with me on it if you want me to. (laughs) Jesus, okay. But this guy also, like, is he smoking hot? That's what I was thinking. Yeah. I was thinking like how... This guy's got to have like carry himself well. He's got, I think he's got to be you know reasonably attractive. Yeah. I mean, let's face it, everyone was fucking ugly in the old days. So, he's, <laughs> what it were? You see these pictures like, oh, here's a great beauty from that, and it's like a it looks like in the back of a spoon. But, 
He's got to have had, but also he's probably lied, hasn't he? He's probably lied about his status, so that that's what's. He's that's probably helping. said, "Oh, I've got." He's probably said, oh, "I've got money," and that's why she's that's married. That's it. But he's probably got a bit of charm and charisma. I don't think it mattered in those days, did it? <laughs> I think having the titles was the charm and charisma. Like, I just get the sense, like, as soon as you could prove, like, I'm this, it was, oh, yeah. no, yeah. nobody seemed to question it. So, but, but what is the, the scam? Yeah, the what is the scam? What do you think he tries to do? So he's come back to Scotland. Yep, yep. He's going to scam his own people. Has he convinced everyone that sausages should be square? <laughs> is this what this guy is? Is this what Gregor McGregor has done? Is this what's happened? Um... Oh, I don't know. Is he? So he's he's brought his um, new wife back from Venezuela. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Does he claim that he's got some sort of power in Venezuela, and that he mm. can? You know, I don't know. I don't know what happens in Venezuela. Is he said like, oh, I, I've got power and influence over there. Oh, let's open a mine and give me the money, and I'll bring you some gold back. Okay. Something like okay. that. Okay. Yeah. I reckon it could be some kind of smuggling. Mm. Like maybe he's, mm-hmm. you yeah. know, bringing something in and he's going, this has the magical power that we don't have in Scotland. But if you have this berry, for example, mm. <laughs> then you'll all have magic power. Ba- powers. Yeah. He's invented Juice Plus is what happened. Yeah. <laughs> That's what this guy's done. Yeah. Because also, any, anyone that sells Juice, Juice Plus, they're obsessed with things, aren't they? Like, ooh, I've got a Range Rover. But you've not, because it's just a picture you've Google imaged and you've like... Don't get me started on Juice Plus. <laughs> I'm obsessed with Juice Plus. There's a girl I went to school with who... who I'm obsessed. She claims to be a six-figure earner. I've seen inside the house. She's not. <laughs> Velour sofas. Live, laugh, love signs. You're not a six-figure earner. Anyway. And she's on the phone now. (laughs) We have a special this month. I know what this is. Juice Plus is a cult. That You're in Juice Plus. Someone's heard me saying this and now you've got to assassinate me. This is what happens. This is what's happening. Yeah, they're everywhere. But all Scientology. Exactly. (laughs) Hannah, any thoughts on what the scam might be? Well, I feel like it's a bit like... Without looking at my paper. (laughs) Every time. I'm joking. joking. In the the older times... Tammy days, I feel like it's a bit like people from the Isle of Wight now. There's a lot of them that haven't been to the mainland, for example. Mm-hmm. But in the old time, you say the people from Scotland may not have been to Venezuela. They may not have known, and they hear Venezuela. And of course, I know the capital. I know how many people live in Venezuela. I know a lot about Venezuela, guys. I'm not going to patronize you by telling you everything <laughs> I know about Venezuela. But I imagine. These people didn't know that much about Venezuela. And the more you say Venezuela, the more it's it's, it's a lovely word to say. It's a fancy word. So what I'm saying is maybe he says, it's a bit like you, it's the berry. He says, this is a thing from Venezuela and it is is magical and it's going to cure you. And he does like Reiki or something. Okay. I mean, I was going to say you're all on the right lines until you went there. Okay. Um, This scam involves selling plots of land, Um, which didn't exist. uh, It's all about to get really fire festival. that's kind of where this all goes so he travels back to Scotland with his wife with five names and he starts referring to himself as Kazik which meant prince and he said I am Kazik of Poyes a country called Poyes which he claimed was a new country on the Mosquito Coast in Central America how did he convince people to go to the Mosquito Coast (laughs) (laughs) it sells sells itself doesn't it (laughs) You just want to go. Um, how did he convince people this was a legit investment? What do you think he did 
to prove like listen look you've got to get in on this hmm. i mean go so back that, go go back to your juice plus friend how did yeah. she convince you to buy all that stuff that's in your garage <laughs> 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 how did, what, what what would she, um, maybe go back to fire festival they didn't have videos do, do you know i never watched the fire festival <gasps> thing because I, I started watching it i was like i, I hate everyone involved in this I'm not well interested. yeah i'm glad yeah, yeah, everyone yeah. had a bad time um, <laughs> Oh, some cunts got ripped off. What a shame! Um, <laughs> it was he, he did reverse psychology. Mm. He, oh. was, he was like, um, Ooh, okay. This is very elite. It's probably not for you, actually. I shouldn't even be telling you. Um, it's only the best people. Um, well, oh God, you've beaten it out of me. All right, I'll show you the the plot of land, but um, it's really not for you. Right. Oh, I like it. I, I like that as well. I yeah. think that's a good. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe he brought back some really fat animals and was like, oh, these <laughs> animals were raised on my Venezuelan land and they're the fattest animals you've ever seen. They are well delicious. <laughs> and you could have a bit of that if you're up for it. Yeah. What the, I mean, what? you're d genuinely thinking along the right lines. Because that's what people would care about. How what? fertile yeah. is the land? How, how, how can I have continue a gold to make money? money? Yeah. Well, they just... Ex <laughs> just trying to like, the air is coming right out of Hannah. <laughs> but like, but they just expecting that you'd buy the land and then people Can would go. Can you please take that cork out because it is going to fly. <laughs> if you don't do it to, soon, it's going to go off like like a I was waiting, gun. I was waiting until I got a laugh and then I was going to be like, <laughs> yes! Thank you. It's but it, happened it never came. before. We have had uh, just corks shoot around and one of us is going to die and it's going to be great Did you notice then that I noticed a new bottle come out and I just... <laughs> Do you know what? I wasn't going to drink Prosecco, but can I? Yeah. <laughs> right. I had so to force that water down to get my glass free. <laughs> <laughs> didn't even bring a glass out. Uh, so any other thoughts before I reveal what he did? I mean, I wanted to say sort of like <laughs> he just put a filter on the pictures, but I know that's wrong. <laughs> I, I, I know that's the wrong era. But I feel like, could he have got some paintings done and sort of gone, go sepia? Well, <laughs> again, you're not, you're really not far off. I know, we're very generous. On, that is so close. Well done. <laughs> Good stuff. Female, Female workplace. workplace. <laughs> um, <laughs> so it was kind of the 19th century equivalent of a social media campaign. He had brochures printed up with Ooh. beautiful drawings okay. of what the land looked like. It was described as fertile, beautiful, free of tropical disease. That's my Tinder profile. <laughs> <laughs> and it's all lies. <laughs> um, he had songs written about poies, which he would hire people to sing in the streets of London and Edinburgh, the poies. And he would say, these are traditional Poesian folk songs. What? Oh. You want them to sing? Wow. Is that, is that, it's like Club Tropicana. <laughs> Don't say Club Tropicana when you've had a few. But like, is it like, he just was just like, like singing the songs about like this place is great. Yep. Oh, I love that. Yep. I mean, he's uh, you know say what you like about him. He can do some PR. Mm. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of comedians in Edinburgh that would be like, let's get this guy. <laughs> <laughs> let's get this guy in. Um, he had detailed descriptions of everything at the ready. There was not a question he couldn't answer. He tackled everything, every concern. And this is the real kicker. He managed to get a two hundred thousand pound loan from a bank to set up a Poyer's consulate 
Wow. That is the equivalent of 10 million pounds today. That's how convincing he was. Banks like Sir Captains. Oh, boy. (laughs) Sir Captain. It just sounds like a Tom Hanks role. Sir Captain Gregor McGregor, played by Tom Hanks. Um, He had a special sales tactic when it came to selling the land to the Scottish. How do you think he appealed to the Scottish market? Told him it's cheap. Told him it's cheap. (laughs) Um, what, what is um, Scottish? Grow your own tartan? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> it's a haggis farm. Uh, ooh, ooh. I, I don't know. You've got to buy now or the English will get it all. Ooh, yeah. Oh. Do you know what, that's, Katie? That's good, isn't it? Katie, I'm going to give it to you. Yes. yes. I'm going to give it to you because he basically said, this is our ch- chance to have our own colony. By this land, we will plant the flag together. Rob Roy is my motherfucking great-grandfather. Let's do this. Uh, what happened next? Ooh. Well, I imagine, did, did some people go, oh, right, I'm up for that, and <laughs> give him money, and then he vanishes? Okay. <laughs> yeah. I like to think he just, he found someone he really loved. <laughs> Status. He was kind of like. Third time's a charm. Yeah. I don't need schemes when I have the dream woman. I'm Gregor McGregor. I'm Gregor McGregor. <laughs> you know, I hadn't tried the vodka lime and soda in a can <laughs> until tonight, and it's pretty good. I'd recommend it. Any other thoughts? What happened next? He's getting a bit, Anna, what's it? Oh, Anna, no. Anna Delvey. Oh, their pay is always better. She raised... <laughs> Why do you look poor? <laughs> Are you pregnant or so very, very fat? <laughs> if you haven't seen the show, then that was weird. <laughs> but, um... <laughs> so I reckon he maybe gets nearly all the way and then he really upsets his friend with a credit card and then it all comes tumbling down. <laughs> okay. Like it. Any other thoughts there? Hannah? What? You're the only one that hasn't said anything. Oh, that doesn't sound like me. <laughs> I'm almost certain I get an answer. What happened next? Do you think the scam worked? Um, yeah, uh, yeah, I think it works, but then he disappears because that's how you do a scam. You mm. don't just go back the next year and sure, be sure. like, it's the fucking cricket coast. or That was oh. a, like an animal reference rather because I was like thinking mosquito. mosquito cricket. And then I thought cricket, but then I thought like, people might just think I mean cricket. And, um, it it's didn't so work. noisy here. Yeah, you're right. You can kind of only do that once. You're that's right. not what crickets sound like. Eater, eater, eater. That's... <laughs> I grew up in the country. Can't even do a cricket. Also, people will be going, is it a cicata or something? Cicata? Cicata. Stigmata. <laughs> what is cicada? It's like you hear them out there when you're on holiday and you're like, oh my God, so many stigmatas out there. <laughs> it's kind of cute. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Sometimes it's just for us, okay? We have fun. Don't know what you're doing, but it's fine. It's fine. You know what? You guys were right. Um, it, it works all too well hundreds of hopeful scottish people and some english people set sail for poyes following the exact coordinates gregor had given the captains <gasps> no. when they, they arrived they, oh. they left they, they went le- oh they went he gave them coordinates ships were sent i cannot believe that he did this i can <laughs> believe everything else i can't believe he sent them he sent them <laughs> Oh, he followed God. it right on Gregor through. McGregor, what have you done? <laughs> <laughs> I 
genuinely shocked. <laughs> it's crazy. And I had never heard of this guy. But some people consider this the like biggest scam in history. Because it's on such a massive scale. Um, what was my fucking question? <laughs> oh, I haven't asked it yet. <laughs> the ship arrives. There are hundreds of hopefuls ready for their land. What was their reaction when they landed? Oh, On the Mosquito Coast. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a good... Yeah. No spoilers! <laughs> they have to react first. I, I, th I think they died of tropical disease, is what I... Uh, <laughs> Is what I think happened. They do die of tropical diseases. Um, no. Oh, it happened so long ago. We shouldn't even think about it. It's fine. <laughs> what is there to learn from history? <laughs> Question, like, so, so how, how? So obviously they died, but how did Gregor McGregor not die of tropical disease? Like, because he 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 didn't go back. No, but he went there before. Oh yeah, he was there before, but he's in the military and he is sending them to a place where no one was stationed. Oh so the Mosquito God. Coast, they show up. They thought the captain had just taken a wrong turn. They're like, no, it's this place with the brochure. And he's like, no, I've got the coordinates right. It's just swampland. Um, they tried oh. to set up camp. A hurricane battered them. Sure. The mosquito. <laughs> no, I'm just that it's just getting worse sure. and I just like it's horrible. It, it is. just it sounds is. like camping to be honest with you. That's <laughs> why I don't understand camping because no. I just I read all these stories and I'm like it's just too similar. Yeah. I don't I don't want to brush with death and then so go the home. There's a hurricane? What else? There's, there's a hurricane people. and then the mosquitoes come and they're carrying disease and it's estimated that two thirds of all the settlers there died. And oh. that was just the first wave <gasps> no! of people to arrive. Because it, ugh, news travels so slowly that by the time it got back to anyone, like, don't come, it's a death trap. This is horrible. He had fucked off. <gasps> exactly as you predicted. Um, I still so fancy him. I'm going <laughs> to say it. I'm going to say it. He, he fucks off to France. Um, and he went on to repeat the Poyer's scheme over and over for how long? Oh, God. How long did he get away with it, do you think? That's your final uh, question. So he does it again with, with French people? Yep. Yeah. Yep. And they go? And they go. He's the worst, isn't he awful? <laughs> He's not I'm, great. He's I am thrilled great. by how awful he is. Um, <laughs> I'd say a decade. Okay. All right. Um... I'm gonna go six years. Six years. Okay. Oh, I think he's still doing it. <laughs> and he's in the audience tonight. Gregor! <laughs> you old rascal! <laughs> You're not as old as we thought you were, sir! Come on up! <laughs> you look amazing for 400. My God. I mean, I can't do maths. When was this set? I just... It does, 18 it, doesn't, it doesn't matter. I just can't believe that this whole thing has happened. Um, <laughs> it's a different show every night, folks. Come back. Come back. Uh, he repeated it over and over for the next 15 years. Whoa. It's thought he's responsible for the deaths of over 500 people. Oh, that's less than I thought. I know. <laughs> do you know what? It doesn't sound so bad when you put it that way. But, but hundreds more went and managed to survive and kind of like hobbled back like don't go oh man yeah that's how they spoke don't go <laughs> uh so i'm afraid there's no there's no karma whatsoever in this case he eventually fled to venezuela again he was welcomed with open arms and he was even awarded a belated medal for his service in the war uh, oh to wow. be a 
white man. Oh, it's such a good time. So he died. <laughs> did, he died. Do, did he do it all with his real name? Yeah. And they still gave him a medal to his I name. mean, if you can believe Gregor McGregor is a real fucking name, but it actually is. Gregor McGregor. Glenn McGlynn. Um, my name's Glenn, Taylor Glenn. Hi. It's great to meet you. Anyway, um... We won't raise a glass to him. We always raise a glass to something. So uh, let's raise a glass to Instagram because at least word travels fast <laughs> if it's a scam. There we go. Wow. I just want to talk to you all about Juice Plus. <laughs> <laughs> Feeling tired. <laughs> okay, guys, it's that time of the night when uh, one of you needs to come up and tell us. You need to Ooh. come up and tell it. You got oh, one. someone's got one. I mean, we knew that wing Is was going to jump <laughs> right on it. We didn't the even need the, the purple darkness. science lights. Come on up, please. Come on up. What's, hey, what's your name? Hello. My name is Devery. Devery. Hi, Devery. Hello. We're being, trying to be special, you know, American stuff. Uh, so Devery, <laughs> Devery's my name. I understand. Yes. I knew you would, Taylor. I knew you would. I, yeah, it'll surprise you to know I'm a lot older than Taylor Swift. Oh, <laughs> but you look the same. So you're doing great. All right, should I just jump on in? Yes, please, please do. Great. Um, let me take you back in time. The year is 2009. Okay. Blake Lively, Lindsay Lohan, Amanda Bynes rule the box office and our body goals, which I should have put a trigger warning on probably. Robert Pattinson adorns every teenage wall and Uggs are the height of fashion. So, um, Also, Chipotle is the national dish of the United States. This is thorough. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. You got to set a scene, baby, for telling a tale. So there I am, 16 years old, standing in line at Chipotle. I had just gotten my driver's license. So you can't drive with someone in the car, but you can drive around. It's wild. And I had been sent to retrieve Chipotle before going to my best friend's house, who was the daughter of the chief of police. I'm from a white American suburb. You should have seen that one coming, probably. <laughs> um, so I'm going to get the Chipotle. As I'm in line, I'm waiting. And it's, you know, again, Chipotle, y you're a teenager. You can just get diuretic meats once a week, and it affects nothing. So I'm there. <laughs> I have absolutely zero. Can I ask a question? What the fuck is Chipotle? <laughs> It's, what's you. the equivalent it's, here? It's a um, like tortilla. Because I've through the potato wedge craze of the mid nineties, and I've not, you know, I've got PTSD. No, it's no, no, like no. a so chain you stand burrito. in line. Yeah, Please. it's owned by McDonald's, but what is it? Right. So you stand in line, and there's like little trays of essentially just shredded meats doused in some kind of oil and chili and you put it in a in a receptacle of some kind and then you just shovel it into your body they're particularly known for their burritos which are about the weight of a newborn infant so amazing yeah so that's chipotle thank you for that you're welcome please do continue you're welcome. so there i am in chipotle i'm i'm pondering you know do i go for the tacos or the burrito bowl when the, i notice the girl in front of me she's about five foot nothing now i'm not a heightist here but that becomes relevant she's wearing sweatpants that are like rolled up and uggs to the knees again 2009 um, we get through the entire uh, line. I get back to my car. I drove a purple box car um, that was a Scion XB. Nice. And it had a lowered body kit and a dual exhaust because it was Ooh. based on a, a Tokyo Drag Race video game. Okay? Uh, I still drive that car. His name is Alexander the Grape. We're best friends. If I hear anybody talking shit. <laughs> so I get in my car. I'm going to my best friend's house, bringing her the zesty tacos. I'm at the stop sign. I'm about to turn right. I've been there for some time when I get rear-ended. 
rear-ended oh, at the stop oh, sign. No. I look in the rearview mirror and I keep it cool, okay? I keep it cool. And I notice it's the small girl that was in front of me. I'm like, oh, you know, just two kids. So I go to open my door to get out and, you know, exchange details or whatnot. And this little bitch pulls out in front of me. And as she zips away, she flips me off. Now, every American is born an asshole. They don't have a a choice. We don't have a choice. Every... Every American white woman is born with a Karen just sort of roiling in their blood, just waiting <laughs> for the opportunity to come. She's like every one of our, like, you know, sleep paralysis demons, like, ask for the manager. And we're like, I won't. So I'm there. I get rear-ended. She flips me off as I peel out. And unfortunately for her, I had just binged watched every episode of BBC's Sherlock. So I was very attuned to fucking Oh, details. you went straight okay. to the wine palace. Yes. I was like, oh, hell no. So as she's peeling out, I'm like, that's a Toyota, about 2004, mid-blue. And the first four things of the license plate are this, this, and that. Nice. And I was like, fucking got you. Like, Benedict, move over. <laughs> so I call the police. Natch. <laughs> Comes easy. And... <laughs> Guy comes up, guy comes to me, and he's just like already annoyed to be there. And I'm like, you and me both, brother, but let's get through this. He starts taking the details. He's like, you know, it's going to be like nearly impossible to find her. And I was like, well, you've got at least half of a license plate, and and it's only 11, so you got all day. (laughs) And he's like, I just don't think I can find her. And this is when like the Karen evolved. Devery, you have a great future as a stand-up comic, but you got to wrap this up in 10 seconds. Okay, okay, (laughs) okay. Okay, you got it. Anyway, he tells me he can't find her. I say, this Chipotle is for the daughter of the chief of the police. <laughs> he says, you're telling me I have to do this. I'm like, yeah, I'm telling you, you have to do your job. I go, I eat my burrito. I get a phone call. He's like, I got her on the phone. I can't find her. She says she's going to Milan to be a model tomorrow. And I, <laughs> I said, she's five feet tall. And she just ordered a burrito the size of a literal like nine-month-old fetus. So there's no chance. He calls me three hours later. He found her. That was her third moving violation of the month. She got her license stripped. Yeah. Victory for me. Yes. And I, I walked that Chipotle off the next day like nothing ever Yes! Jay! Thank you! Thank you! No further questions, Your Honor. Marvelous. <laughs> okay, just very quickly. We have a 40th birthday. Elaine, where are you? Happy birthday, Elaine! Yes, Elaine! We have a card. We've got a little card for you, Elaine. Thank you so much for listening. Happy birthday. It's literally Elaine came up to me in a bar. No, it was so sweet. She was like, Hannah! And it was lovely. (laughs) Rachel, thank you so much. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Drunk Women Solving Crime is produced by Amanda Redman with music by The Lion and the Wolf. You can follow us on Twitter at Drunk Women Pod and on Facebook and Instagram at Drunk Women Solving Crime. And please review us on Apple Podcasts. Also, if you've got a petty crime you want us to solve, then please write it in that review and we'll solve it. Thank you so much to ACAST for hosting us and thank you for listening. <laughs>